Episode 33 of Benching and Bullshitting, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. like normal. Matt Brooks is already hopping on here. What's going on, Matt? Um, let's come on here to bullshit and talk bench, answer questions most importantly. That's uh, the main reason I like coming on here to do this, uh, answer questions, talk bench and bullshit, right? So last week we had the Arnold. I'm still feeling the Arnold. I'm fucking sick, dude. I have had a inner ear infection. I was hoping it wouldn't turn into an infection, but uh, I was trying to get it to pop and, you know, yawning and pop and it wouldn't fucking go. I got pissed. I woke up Friday morning and went right to fucking urgent care down the road. One look, this one's fine. That one's got a massive infection. So every time I get sick, it always goes to my ears. I don't understand why. It just always happens to me. I get a fucking ear infection. So now I got to deal with that. Got some, got some, uh, hefty, um, antibiotics. I hope they're working. I'm three days deep and there's, it's still there. So anyway, uh, but yeah, the Arnold was cool. I uh, met a lot of people, uh, really nice people had good interactions the entire weekend. So I'm happy to be back to normal. And, uh, today was the first, well, nah, yesterday was the first like normal workout. Yesterday was the best day I've felt this entire fucking week. I felt like shit all week. <laughs> Jesus Christ just hacking up shit. I mean, it was respiratory, it's ears, it's sinuses. I don't know what it was, but almost over. It's got to get this ear to pop. So hope if I end up like uh, tearing up at one point, it's because it, oh, it finally popped, but it might not happen. So anyway, dudes, uh, yeah. So then I had an athlete compete this weekend as well, uh, David Harrington. He went three for three. He had a fourth attempt. Uh, he was doing single ply bench in the USPA, I believe, over in Oklahoma. And uh, eventually over 550 in single ply. So uh, training went really well for him. He tried 573, uh, had bicep pain, which is, you know, just fucking happens. And uh, was able to get that fourth attempt. But real proud of him, real happy for him. So I just want to give him a quick shout out. Uh, again, that's David Harrington. I forget his Instagram handle. It's not David Harrington. It's something else. Um, but he did really well. I'm really happy to to be working with them. So again, if you need me to stop, I'm just going to keep talking unless I get some questions. So I'm just going to keep talking uh, for now. Just if you got questions, drop them in. I'm going live, of course, uh, here on Instagram and then down here uh, on YouTube. And Paul Laffer says, I'm slowly but surely coming back. I absolutely, I, I, I knew you would not down for long. Uh, Cripple G1982 says, I know rear delts are most important, but should someone do side and front delts? Front delts, no, they get hammered enough with all the benching we do. Side delts, if it was between side and rear, I'd say like 80% rear, 20% side. So, but front delts don't even fucking bother. They get plenty of work uh, with all the benching we do. And then Rhett Williams says, Is your, in your opinion, what's the best multiply poly shirt? Uh, honestly, I'd probably say uh, if you get your hands on a, on a fresh evil twin, uh, triple, uh, I like my triple ply. Uh, I think the F6 is is one of the most underrated multi-ply shirts out there. Uh, thinner, stretchier material than what is um, a katana and a little more manageable. I, I'd say definitely a katana is superior to an F6 single ply, but uh, multi-ply, I, if I went multi-ply, I'd probably go with an F6. I'd probably get a double F6. Uh, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> Fucking multiply katanas are just absolute pain in the asses. Matt Brooks, what do you think about single ply band shirts being considered single ply? I know USPC does that now, but I wonder if it'll go across the board. 
I think it's, I think it shouldn't be that way, but if that's the way the sport goes, fine. I, I don't, I don't think a single ply band shirt can match a single ply poly. Um, that's just an opinion. Now, if it, if it starts being that way and their single ply records start dropping because of single ply band shirts, fine. If that's just the way the sport goes. I'll go that way too. I don't care. I'll, <laughs> I'll do what my competitors do. I'll do what, I'll do what the sport does. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, eh, you know, it's, it's whatever. I'm not going to be too worried about it. And then Matt also says, I'm unsure how to feel about it since I don't think you could do more in a single ply band. Okay, that's, that's what I was saying before. You're right. Uh, oh, here we go. Smooze87 says, pump for the big bench of Zoom call with you, Jimmy. Yeah, dude, I think next Sunday. Uh, next Sunday, I told him this week, I'm like, boo, I've been under the, I've been under the weather. I got this fucking, I can barely hear myself talk. It's like this ear feels like I'm under about six feet of water. Um, so once that gets cleared up, I believe it's going to be next Sunday. Oh, no, not next Sunday. It's April, April 5th or 1st. I forget, beginning of April. Looking forward to it. It's going to be awesome. What we got here? Joel Hicks says, today was the first time in a long time I felt a weight that felt heavy from the get-go. 635 felt heavy as soon as I had it in my hands. Yes, and I always tell people it's only going to get heavier from here. <laughs> but you're going to grow in response to that. You're going to adapt to it. And then 635 eventually will just be it'll be it'll be toy weight for you. So you'll you'll grow in response to that. That's gonna happen. That's not gonna be the last time that happens to you. <laughs> and then uh, Paul Loffer says, Holy shit, dude, yeah. July 29th, I'll be there. Elizabethton. I've been right this whole time. It was Elizabethton. I plan on doing the IPA meet, uh, tri-state meet in July. I'll be there. I'm, I'm doing that one as well. Uh, that's the, uh, yep, like Matt Brooks says, that's another one of our meets. Yep, I'm doing that meet. That's the meet I'm going down to to uh, to uh, hopefully get my, my big number that I'm looking for. And then the Cripple1982 says, how often should you do back work each week? Uh I say that you should probably try to work your back more than your front, whether you can do that in one day or in multiple sessions throughout the week. Uh, that's what's kept me injury-free, I believe. And your, your upper back or your back is your basis for all three lifts, squat, bench, and deadlift. So you should work your back a shitload. If you're working if you're working it, you think you're working it enough, you're probably not. Everybody, including myself, could use more back. Newcastle Strength, do you have an opinion on the Mendy shirts? I don't because I've never had one, never used one, never seen one in person. Oh, yeah. I've seen one in person. Yep. When I went to my Boston seminar. Uh, fuck. What was his name? The little dude had one. Hold up. I've seen one in person. I have no opinions on them because I've never used one. I cannot compare apples to apples. I'm not. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then uh, let's see what we got here. How would you go about troubleshooting a low miss? I'm not sure what that means. If you could clarify. I'm trying to catch up, y'all. I'm trying to get everybody in here. Okay. Uh, Stool Strong says, have experience in single ply. Cool. Good man. But want to get into multiply. What's the biggest learning curve going from single to multi? Uh, there's not much of a learning curve, in my opinion. It's just going to be multiply is going to wear on you different. It's going to feel different. It's going to be a little bit of a uh, change of stimulus. So uh, if, you, if you're proficient in single ply, you'll do just fine in multiply. I, I, I guarantee you that. Just, you just got to start doing it and practicing it. 
the, the multiply stuff is not going to fit as extremely tight. Uh, you have to sacrifice some size for the extra layers, so it's going to fit a little bit different, um, feel a little bit different. But I think if you're a good single ply lifter, you will be just fine to multiply. Hmm. Got my element canteen. This is the uh, canteen from Chad Ikes, and I put my element packets in, so I like to keep that near me. Drink about a, a packet every day to day and a half. Element, element uh, Let's see. Okay. Angus Power Athletics. Right now I am a raw venture, maybe bencher. Uh, when I started using a single-ply bench shirt, I am fully aware that my groove will change, but what shirt can I use that won't take me extremely out of the groove? Uh, from what I have heard, the SDPs are – you can bench, like, in different ways. You can tuck, you can flare, you can bench however you want. Certain shirts like uh, F6s and <coughs> – oh, Katanas, you have to follow a specific groove that might be different than your raw. So – that's just what I've heard. I've not actually used the SDPs. That's just from what I've heard. Matt Brooks. I remember the guy you're talking about from the video said he never benched more than 500. And he couldn't get 700 touch in the Mendy and many told just to put more weight on the bar. Yeah. I mean, sometimes that's the solution, but not, not all the time. BD fit fight fit. If you went to raw lifting, would you still train equipped at times? No, if I decided, if I decided for me that that's the best thing to do is go raw, I would completely abandon all equipped lifting. I'd have to, um, I'd have to specialize. Yeah, it's kind of like what I'm doing now. I, I've completely abandoned all raw because I'm specializing in equipment, right? Same thing with raw. I'd have to specialize in the raw and go no equipped whatsoever. And I'm not, I don't want to do that right now. Uh, Crossley. Interested in getting an F8 bench shirt, recommend a size bigger or as tight better? Depends if you want to go double ply or triple ply. Anderson Powerlifting has single doubles and triples. Uh, I would just size bigger or as tight better. With a double ply, I'd say tight is better. With triple, I'd say one size up just, just to be safe. Just to be safe. Weston Woods, what's up, bud? Favorite food or snacks for meat day was going to bring Rice Krispie Treats. I love Rice Krispie Treats. Fuck yeah. Uh, whatever you do in the gym is what you should do on meat day. If your normal workouts throughout the week, you're doing Rice Krispie Treats or gummies or monsters or rains, whatever the fuck you're doing, like don't change anything on meat day. The meat day is not the time to experiment with new things. So for me, what I do in the gym, I like candy bars, Twixes, Snickers, uh, Baby Ruth's, uh, Rain's, Gummies. Uh, I just, I don't change shit during the meet. I think I got, oh, okay, here we go. Okay. I My YouTube comments were not popping down, but I think, hang on one sec, guys. Hmm. Okay. Anyway, sorry guys. Uh, yeah, that's what I would do. I think we need more weight. Says try some accessories that don't beat up the elbows. Uh, things like kickbacks. You know, that's kind of a bodybuilding thing. But honestly, kickbacks do not uh, destroy the elbows. Trauma photos. Uh, let's see. My 
my coach Jay Shabell Shubel from Training Hall talks you up so much. I've been using F8 Widowmaker when I do I move up from single ply. Well, cool. I'm glad I'm in people's minds anyway, hopefully in a positive way. <laughs> Let's see. Lord's Gym Detroit. Not in the loop. Any injuries from bench as of late? Explain. Thank you. Nope, no injuries whatsoever. I've been injury-free pretty much my entire career, and I'm very fortunate for that. Greetings from Siberia. Serbia. Serbia. I said Siberia. Sorry. Serbia. <laughs> well, welcome. Uh, let's see. Iron Kind. Would you not use something light like a Titan Ram or Slingshot for overload when when for raw oh okay um if you're training for oh i see oh no i i no if i was going raw now if here's the one exception to that if i was feeling really fucking beat up for some reason i still wanted a bench then i would throw something on very light like you're talking yes i'd probably like that like a single ply ram or a single ply widow maker but for the most part if i want to specialize in raw all my training would be raw i'm specializing in equipment so all my training is in equipment with with exceptions, I do some things raw, but not very often. No peanut butter cup. I'm not a peanut butter cup guy. I do not like Reese's peanut butter cups. Nope. The chocolate to peanut butters is probably controversial, right? But I don't like the amount of peanut butter in them. There should be more chocolate. That's why I don't. That's why I don't like them. It's too much salty peanut butter. I want more chocolate, less peanut butter. Just saying. <laughs> I just got, uh, Paul Offer says, I just got me figure eight bench band. It's definitely a great training tool. It is. I have several. They're very, very excellent. And Matt says, I know a lot of trans extensions kill my elbows, but I'm starting to wonder if that's only because that part of the tendon is underdeveloped. I think probably the key is consistency and, and work over time. So it, it could be, but I think if you, if you, I think if you do it more often or for, for longer, I think you'll be pleasantly surprised that like, like when I was using elbow sleeves all the damn time, yeah, I had less elbow discomfort, but my strength suffered. And now I'm using more weight on extensions than I ever have, even including when I was in my sleeves without the sleeves, I have less pain. So you don't want to use that stuff as a crutch because it can lead to um, uh, deficiencies. Oh, Dexter Badeau. That's who it was. Dexter. Yeah. You have the, you have the, I think it was Dexter that had the, the Mendy shirt in Boston, right? Pretty sure. Yo, Cole, how do I know when it's time to replace my two-ply katana? Good question. She's got a lot of work in her over a year. Can't tell if I'm getting stronger and want more shirt or she's wearing out and stretching. Uh, good question. If it doesn't have any tear of the runners, like up near the collar where the collar meets the shoulder seams, you're probably fine. You can also do things like tighten the back straps. You can pull the collar down. You can twist the sleeves or torque the sleeves. So there's lots of things you can do. If it's been a year, I'd say you're, you're you got plenty more. You got probably another year or two left in that shirt. So I think you're fine. George Hurt, do you prefer the low cut or normal call, normal collar on single ply katana and why? Thanks. Um, I do not like the low cut collar because that collar stretches out the first time you use it. So I just go with the normal collar. It's longer lasting. It's not overly complicated. It's just one scoop. It's not this horseshoe shape crap. That's why. So normal super katana all the way. 
Dev, she lift opinion on metal equipment. Uh, I think they, from what I understand, they <coughs> shit. They made really good suits. I think their bench shirts sucked. From what I understand, I've never used them. I don't know. I've been an Anderson athlete for uh, for thirteen years. Always used Titan, so I see a lot of big lifts being done in them. I think they're good, but uh, not sure. And then Mike is saying board presses, three sets of three reps. Is that good? Fuck yeah. If you want to go heavy, a three by three is a really good way to do that. I've done that before. My last uh, three board workout was a three by three. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like three, three or four weeks ago. Let's see. Greetings from France. Antoine says, is there a real difference between a Ram and a slingshot? Greetings from France. Yeah, there's a difference the way they're constructed. They're, they're both made with a type of wrap material, but yeah, but they're they're constructed different. So that there is some differences there for real. And then Derek Basileri, yeah. Can you put on size if you use the slingshot or ram? Arguably, yes, because the weights you're going to use are heavier, and also you're not going to get injured, or the this, the the risk of injury goes significantly down. So, in my opinion, sure. Now, if you're looking to put on size, period, you don't want to rely on that stuff. But for someone who just competes for weight being lifted, I don't care how I look. <laughs> and then uh, thank you what's your next bench goal you're impressive well i thank you for the support uh next bench goal the short-term goal is 1400 um i've got a meet in five months so i'm gonna go for 1400 at that meet um probably just gonna open with 1400 fuck all that 1300 pound shit uh <clears throat> so 14's the short-term goal i do have a long-term goal as well but i'll i'll save that for later oh cody plum did the band torture, band torture killer possibly impact your life? It did. I appreciate the suggestion. I really do. <laughs> Thank you, Cody Plum, my buddy from uh, the West Coast. Ben Adams, is 2,000 possible? Well, you know, I was raised to not believe in limits, but I have to stay realistic at the same time. I don't think 2,000 is going to happen. Again, I, I don't want to say it's impossible, but, you know, I just, I don't, I don't think so. I really don't. Got some YouTube questions real quick. WP says, hi, Jimmy. At what point in your warm-up would you put on your shirt, Ram Widowmaker? Depends on if I feel like shit or not. Sometimes I warm up pretty heavy raw. Sometimes I do heavy raw boards. If I'm really feeling worn down or like shit, I'll put, I'll put a slinger on for two plates or three plates or four plates. It really depends on the day and the workout. It, it's always different. <sighs> Let's see. It's Saturday on Table Talk. Like you aren't big on incline bench. I'm not. Have you tried using reverse grip for incline bench? I have. For advice, guiding a weak incline bencher like myself, do you feel it would work? Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to force the movement to be more tricep dominant, so it could work. I just don't have a lot of carryover. I never have. Incline has never been a high carryover movement for me. If you get success out of it, then by all means do it. So don't listen to me. But for me, I've really spent these last 18 years weeding out all the shit that doesn't work. Incline bench is one of them. It just, it just doesn't do shit for me. I do incline, I do slight incline dumbbell work for hypertrophy reasons, like trying to build the tits, you know, trying to get some muscle, but for actually building the bench, I don't, it's just as worthless to me as dips. I don't dip. I never, I, when I was doing incline bench or overhead press or dips, those weights, those loads would get heavier. 
None of it carried over to the flat bench. So I stopped doing it. Opinion on heavy holds. Yeah, positive. Uh, don't want to do them too often because they overload your CNS. That's the point. Get you accustomed to heavier loads. Eh, once a month, once every couple of months. I wouldn't rely on them too heavily. You do want to focus on your uh, main movements, of course. Ugh, for a little while, I guess. You need it? Yeah. What do you have? I, I can't tell. I'm on live. I was at 50% when I started. Where's just wow if you if you if it then take it here just i think yours is in the car it is sorry guys okay thanks okay welcome oh, for christ's sake i got a slight momentary pause i gotta fix my camera because it's all fucked I moved Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang the fuck on. I'm fixing it. Okay. No, I'm not fixing it. Jesus, this is embarrassing. There. Okay. Jesus Christ. I'm, I got to catch up now. All right, cool. We're off the incline stuff. All right. Working with a 920 bencher and banging my head against the wall, trying to get him to keep his wrist straight. Try thumbless grip. Try No, no, don't. Thumb, no, if, you, if, if he goes thumbless, it's going to make his wrist bend back even further. Uh, it's just a habit thing. He has to break the habit. He has to. You have to look at him when he's going like really light, and start fixing the habit soon. Also, you got to carry. See how where all this fucking callus is right here? Okay, the bar has to sit very low in the heel of the palm where that bone is right here. If he's carrying the bar too high up here, it's going to force his hand back. You have to ha carry the bar right here in line with the forearm right got your line of force that's where the bar sits right there on that bone in line with the forearm let's see do you know when rob is going to start selling the new bench band oh i'm not sure he has named it the raven it's the f8 raven uh he's working on a logo right now uh I don't know on a, on a sell date or time. Not a clue. <laughs> I didn't ask. Metal, uh, what the fuck? Metal M, metal, oh, okay. Bench shirt was the worst I ever used. The collar is thick and super scoop to the point that touch point is way too low. That's what I've heard. Let's see. Are you natty? Yes. Iron kind. And you're welcome on YouTube, by the way. You're welcome there. I love your feature on the Table Talk podcast. Are you going to do more podcasts? Really would like to hear more of you. Uh, yeah, if I get invited, um, I don't put myself out there like, interview me, interview me. <laughs> if someone wants me on their podcast, I'm honored and humbled by that. But it just depends if people want me or not. So we will see. Matt Brooks, what kind of advice did you give Canelli for using a band shirt? He said on Benchmaster TV that you told him to do just make a light bulb flicker on. I said, dude, whatever the fuck you did in your SDP, just do that. Don't flare. Don't do all that dumb shit that people say. Like, oh, you get a bench out here like this. No. I said, you were the most proficient, like, the most badass motherfucking bencher in history. I still believe that to this day. Just do what you did in your SDP. Tuck, go low on the belly. Boom. Do what you, do what you always do. That's what I told him. Let's see here. 
Uh, Mike says incline press is extended range of motion. You don't like it. No, you know, the incline bench also takes the back muscles out of the lift, puts a lot more load on the shoulders. I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, Adversely, if you do floor press, you can still use your back, but the legs are not involved. You can still use your legs on an incline bench to a degree, but there's a lot less back. There's a lot more load, like I said, up top on the shoulder structure. So I don't, again, I I do it with dumbbells, but just for trying to build muscle. trying to keep my throat like not dry start coughing okay technically acquired says thoughts on reverse bands in the unlimited shirts i yeah use sparingly i bands are not quite like accommodating resistance because they're pulling the bar up not down but you need to use them sparingly i don't think they're necessary I did, I did them a lot when I was like 20 years old, 21 years old in polys, but with the band shirts, I think it's not necessary. Just if you want to do it for overload purposes once in a while, go ahead. But otherwise just, I, I don't, I don't think you should. I am really behind guys. I'm so sorry. Do the dips carry less over for you because of the equipped training for my raw bench, my dip? Has enormous carryover. Don't know what it would translate for equip. No, even when I was raw, when I was still in the Marine Corps, my dip weight would go up. More and more plates between my legs. My bench never went anywhere. There was no carryover whatsoever. Favorite dish after heavy session? Fuck, Chinese. I eat the shit out of some Chinese food, dude. Or Korean. We got some Korean barbecue places up around uh, the Northern Virginia area. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I eat that crap all fucking day. Every day of the week, I could have Chinese or Korean. Uh, Let's see. Thoughts on flat bench dumbbell work and how often do you do high rep sets? Thanks. Uh, Let's see. Flat bench dumbbell work. I agree with it. I do dumbbell work on both of my pressing days. So Saturdays and Wednesdays, I do dumbbell work on both uh, in an effort to build more muscle, be bigger and stronger. I think it has its place. Uh, yeah, definitely a positive. High rep sets, not too often. I mean, once in a while, I, I do those challenge sets. So I do like reps with seven, eight, nine, and a thousand uh, that, that pisses everybody off on Instagram. But those are just personal things I do every like four to six months because if you're, if my, if I can match or uh, exceed my previous rep PR with a specific weight. That means something's improving. I'm getting stronger. My training's going in the right direction. If the reps go down, that means, oh, shit, I'm probably going backwards and to change something. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, damn tripod, man. Okay, here we go. Gotta fix this crap. This irritates me. Oh, you fucking asshole. Get these tripods off Amazon. There, just don't fucking touch it now. Here we go. Let's see. Let's see here. And oh, there we go. Matt says, I've only ever done reverse bands raw. I always thought the shirt alone was a lot of carryover. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. In very rare circumstances, if one of my athletes needs a, a change up or a break or like a, a wrench thrown in their training, I'll program in like light or medium, like medium light reverse bands on their bench. But it, it's it's not very often. It's something that I rely very heavily on. <laughs> Uh, I recommend you try some 
Balkan food. You won't regret it. The fuck is Balkan food? Sounds like bulk, Balkan food, right? Like B U L K. <laughs> uh, Smashcocks. Interesting. That's awesome. How do you feel about cycling some decline bench once in a while? If we had a decline bench at my gym, I would be on it a lot. I would. I'd be on it all the time. So, yeah, I, I agree with that. I am caught up finally. Jesus Christ. Cool, guys. I'm, I'm at the bottom. Good to go. Let's see. Someone said 612 kilograms. You are insane. Well, if I do one lift, I got no excuse to be bad at it. <laughs> so... Everything equipped on YouTube says, hey, Jim, what are your thoughts on the USAPL lawsuit? Uh, you know, I don't really have thoughts on it. I just want to keep it. I'm not going to comment on that situation. So, and then Shirley Fortress, Hex Coin is pumping. I don't know what the fuck that is. Hit likes. Tom Platt's videos are crazy. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that. I don't know what you're talking about. Chris Lancaster on YouTube says, Jimmy, you are an amazing question. Dumbbell tape presses. How heavy have you went on these above 125s? Yeah, I've used 140. Our gym has 145s, but they're so damn long that like the range, like I, I do this, they touch my they touch my chest. Like there's no range of motion there. So for me, they're limited <clears throat> because of you know, the bigger the dumbbell is, the more the you know, the quicker they touch your chest. If you did like 20s, it'd be like this. Even hundreds are okay, but 145s, there's just boop, they touch, boop, they touch. So there's like, it's very limited for me. So I missed a couple here. Let's see. How would you train on a decline? Oh, oh I missed one more. Okay. Your thoughts about Hawthorne training to break the all time world record raw? I think it's great. I, I, I believe in him. I, do I think he'll beat Dan Bell this year? No. I, but if I, if I have to eat those words, that's fucking great. Um, I, I want to, I want to see what he does. I, I'm really looking forward to, it. I think it's gonna be fucking fun to watch and I'm a big Hawthorne fan. So, uh, yeah, I, I think it's great. How would you train on decline? Well, I, I, you, I would do reps. I would probably do it reverse grip, probably go heavy, uh, more, maybe more volume, I guess. I don't really know. We don't have one, so I can't really. I can't really make a lot of comments on it. Let's see. Iron Kind, what, what do you like about the decline bench? What makes it so good? Well, it's just, it's the least amount of stress on the shoulders. And if you do it a, a certain way, like close grip or reverse grip, it's a heavy tricep movement. So uh, I think I read a study a long time ago that said something around the, the, the idea that decline dumbbell press was found to recruit the the most muscle fibers in the chest and the pectorals and any other movement on uh, that you can do. I, I can't cite the source because it was like 15, 20 years ago. Let's see here. Have you ever tried baklava? It's fucking disgusting. I'm Polish. I'm third generation American and I hate baklava. My family loves it. They really do. But uh, no, I, I think it's absolutely disgusting chris lancaster thank you for the super chat 10 bucks appreciate you bud thank you i appreciate the donation really really appreciate you hybrid six what disciplines do you use to be able to maintain such a high level of training <clears throat> disciplines uh i don't know it's just kind of like the culmination of 18 years of 
you know, just me trying to be the best and stuff. And uh, I can't really say. Um, I just put in their frame of mind that I don't want anybody to outwork me. So I do all the work and uh, hope that it's enough. I, I don't know. Disciplines. That's interesting. I, I can't really think of anything example wise. Chris Lancaster, we appreciate you big time. Well, thank you for hopping on here, Chris. I really appreciate the support. Thank you again for the uh, super chat. That's that's fantastic. I'm only on, I, I don't do much. I'm not a fucking uh, NFL player or anything. I'm just a guy that likes to bench press. What's up, man? Miss you. Hikes. Marine Corps, maybe? I don't know. <laughs> I miss you, too. I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, fuck. Are you planning on competing in York this November? No, I will not be competing at York this November. I bombed out of York twice the last two Novembers. I'm not doing November. November is a very, it's at the end of the year. It, it never, it's the last two years. It's not worked out. So I will not be competing there. I'm, I'm going to sit this one out. So you will not see me at that one. Uh, nope. No more, no more York in November. It's, it's, uh, this hasn't worked out very much. Uh, someone asks, what keeps you motivated? Uh, me, I guess that's, uh, you know, what, uh, freaking, um, I, I keep myself motivated because I want to, I have numbers I want to achieve and goals I want to achieve and no one's going to do the work for me. So I got to keep doing it myself. It's, it's a lot of internal, just like me and, uh, stuff like that. So, oh, Ridge. Oh, hi Ridge hikes. Yeah, dude. Okay. I didn't recognize the, the name. Hikes, Ridge hikes, yeah, Ridge and Weston. Fuck yeah, dude. Yep, <laughs> I remember. You. I just didn't recognize the name, is all. Uh, let's see here, Cripple 1982. What are the best supplements that you would suggest? Well, I got two sitting right here. I've got a weight gain shake, okay, so weight gainer, high calorie shake, multiple times a day. I've got my element drink right here, okay, uh, that's a high sodium intake right there, it's sodium water. It's got sodium, potassium, and magnesium in it. I also do vitamin D, uh, zinc, vitamin E, vitamin C, all that good stuff. And then I also, if I'm not in the mood for a high-calorie weight gain shake, I will do just like straight whey. Um, so those are that's pretty much all I do. I've done the creatine. I've done creatine hydrochloride when I was sponsored with Primera Sports. Uh, didn't really see a lot of, you know, uh, results from that. I've done the monohydrate, which I have seen results from, but I've not been on monohydrate creatine for probably three months. I, I had a, I cycled off of it. So eventually I'll start a creatine monohydrate back up. But for now it's just weight gain, high sodium, high weekly sodium intake and all the vitamins. And then I, obviously if I'm not in the mood for weight gain, it's, it's uh way. Let's see. Uh, la, 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 la. Let's see. Let's see. Um, have you ever squad equipped? Squat? Squat? Squat equipped? Yeah. Uh, squat equipped. Yeah. I've done, uh, I'm actually training for that right now as we speak. It's kind of under the radar, but I'm doing full power training right now. I've got uh, two equipped totals under my belt, both 900 pound squats and 900 and 903. That was back in like two, 2010, 2011. I've just got Altrid State 
pre anyone try it before eh, not me can't help you there everything equipped we will we see big jim take a crack at the wpo files when he gets that 1400 pound bench uh i don't know because um i, I want to do a total i definitely want to get into full power after i bench 1400 but i don't know if it's gonna it, it, i don't think it's gonna be big enough or a good enough to say like get invited to the WPO. I don't really, I don't know anything about it because I'm not, I've never done it that way. So uh, we'll, we'll, I don't know. We'll figure it out. Uh, let's see. How are you not famous because how much you bench? I don't, I don't really know. I don't really care about that. Let's see. Uh, have you tried a chicken shake like Blaine Sumner? Absolute fucking lutely not. I will not drink ground up chicken fuck that <laughs> no i have not done it i won't do it um i'm good i've got i've got you know i've got my weight gain shakes i've got my sodium i don't need to drink liquefied chicken i'm i'm good and uh oh fuck that's disgusting even he didn't like drinking that watch him drink it and tell me he <laughs> enjoyed it Mike 198 says I never load up on creatine. Oh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's worth it. It's it's a good, it's a tried and true staple uh, supplement. I've had a lot of success with monohydrate. Alan James says hi from the UK. Well, hello from the from from across the pond. Hello, how you doing? Oh, Coach Bob, thank you for the super chat on uh, YouTube. Thank you. Let's see what we got. Ten bucks. Uh, belt squat. Good mornings. And talent grip bench have been amazing. Thanks for those tips. Do you you love some pierogies and I can't even pronounce that. Gump, gumps, gumps, gump. I don't know. Is that Italian? <laughs> pierogies once in a while. Uh, that one I don't even know what that is. I can't. I can't even pronounce it. But uh, Pol ah, it's Polish. Why well, I, I should know that. I don't. I can say baklava. In my family, we've got Schnigowskis, Wachowskis, Malcheskis, and Wachowskis, I believe. I said that twice, maybe. Wachowski, Malcheski, Schnigowski, and Wich I forget. Like four different types. Yeah, no, I uh, pierogi, yes. The other one, no. Glad those two things are working out for you. The talent grip is awesome. Belt squat, good mornings. Fuck yeah. Thank you for the super chat. Coach Bob, thank you very much. Oh, any tips on using a tight single ply katana? I'm having trouble getting a good size. Good setup with a smaller size. Uh, be patient. You got to get that thing to open up. Uh, add water. Add <laughs> warm water to the chest if you need to to get it to open. Um, you just got you just got to work in it. You got to be able to pinch your shoulder blades as hard as you can. If that means you have to stay here to pinch, and then have your head spotter push your hands out for you to the bar. Let them do that. Just if because if you try to grab the bar yourself. You might untuck, so you have to stay tucked with your shoulder blades. That's the most important part of this uh, quit benching thing. So let your head spotter move your hands out for you, so you can maintain your position. Lose that position, it's the whole bench is going to suffer. Uh, let's see, Matt says I've heard the more you arch, the more valuable decline will be. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that for sure. If we, I, I wish we don't have the space right now. We're looking for a new location down the road, but I wish we had a decline bench, like an actual, like solid, like built, like an actual decline bench. And Dexter Bordeaux says WPO this year is about 550 gloss. Gloss 
Glassberger, Glassberger, Glassbrema, Glassburner, whatever the fuck it's called. And then, uh, have you ever tried Sarma? I don't, I don't know what Sarma is. is. That a supplement or a food? You do reverse curls, Mike asks. Uh, I did them for the first time in years. Uh, <clears throat> yesterday, Saturday. So not very often, but I'm going to start doing them more. I, will, I, I need bigger arms. Huh, baklava is Greek. Ah, I thought it was Polish. I'm Greek. You pronounce it nicely. Thank you. Now, I don't do that very often. Balkan gang in the chat. Yep. <laughs> Hi from Ma Madeline, uh, Columbia for the last five months, but Seattle at for 58 years old. Sweet. Let's see. Goo Ump Keys. Oh, okay. Thank you very much. Kevin Spirit on uh, YouTube. Goo Ump Keys. Interesting. Ground beef wrapped in cabbage Ooh. and served as a soup with sliced boiled potatoes. I could I could probably get into that. I don't know. Guumki. Guumkis. Ground beef wrapped in cabbage. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm very I'm picky with food. I, I if I can't pronounce it, I'm probably not gonna like it. It's just I'm I'm very picky with my food. Uh oh, fuck. <laughs> Anyhow, yeah, guys, so for real. Uh what we got going on though. Um this month, uh, I'm getting back into the swing of things. I've been, I've been kind of down. Had the big meet, the 1350 competition, went like a fucking charm. Learned a lot of things. The lift almost didn't fucking happen, um, <clears throat> but uh, it made it happen. That I trained for a couple of weeks, did the Arnold, went well, and now I'm kind of in this funk where I got to get rid of this fucking ear infection, get back to normal, start training again. I got five months or 20 weeks from yesterday, 20 weeks. To train for the meet in July, July 29th down in Tennessee, uh, Elizabethton. Thank you, Paul Offer. Elizabethton down in the Tennessee to go for that big 1400, that 1.4K. <laughs> Sturdy Beard. Hey, Devil, it's Czech. Yeah, Czech from a Kessage. It's great to see you crushing it and achieving all the goals you set for yourself before you got out. Well, thank you. Check, 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 check. Were you. Uh, were you McKessage HQ or are you uh, M Sausage? I can't remember. Check. Hmm. I don't know if you were a student, if you were uh, HQ personnel, or if you worked over at M Sau. I can't remember. But thank you. I, I'm, I'm glad that uh, you're keeping tabs. I appreciate that. A lot of people don't. So it's nice to, that's, that's refreshing. Thank you very much. How often should one work biceps? Well, when you're trying to lift the most weight possible. Why leave something weak? So I train biceps about twice a week. High reps mostly, mostly volume work because biceps don't really need heavy fucking weight to be stimulated. But you should work them. You should keep, it should be up to snuff with the rest of your upper body. You train neck. Does it help at all with regarding your setup? I don't train neck. I think I get enough neck stimulation just from the back training and the deadlifting. Yeah, deadlifting once in a while. Um, like today, actually, it was pretty cool. <clears throat> so no, I don't do any direct. I did direct neck work when I was in the Marine Corps to build up my neck to negate the, I got taped all the time because I was, I was big. So I, I did a lot of neck training while I was in with bands and stuff around the head like that, like all four directions. But right now I, I don't do any neck training at all. 
Uh, oh, Sarma. Okay, here we go. Sarma is rolled meat in a pickled cow. Oh, fuck. In a pickled cabbage and cooked in water with smoked bacon or other smoked meat. <coughs> There's certain aspects of these things I'm just really not cool with, like the cabbage. This is pickled cabbage, which makes you want to fucking vomit. Uh, I probably wouldn't. I, ah, man. I don't want to say I'd hate it, but I'd say that doesn't sound like something I'd want to eat. So, but thank you for explaining. Sorry, ew, I don't know, man. Oh, a, oh, HQ the Money Man. Oh, okay, all right, sweet. Well, good to have you on here. I'm really happy that you're. Uh, hope you're doing well. Are you out? Are you still in? Are you still in old fuck you McKessage? Or if you're still in, have you gone to a different duty station? Good to hear from you. Does a 405 incline bench make you a pro at benching? Well, uh, incline bench is not a contested lift, so I'd say it probably doesn't make you a pro at benching. And then Ben Adams says, what's your calorie intake? Uh, on the high end, this is going to shock some people, but on the high end, between five and 6,000. On the low end, probably between four to four and a half. I, I don't, I'm not taking in 10, 12, 15,000 calories like some of the strong men claim they do. Um, for me, at 320, 325 pounds, I take in between four and six on the high end uh, calories per day. Uh, how much was your bed shirt? You did 1350. How much? I mean, like, how much did it cost? Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't pay for it. So uh, it was a custom shirt. Um, being an Anderson athlete and F8 Customs being a, we distribute for them. So like it's uh, Anderson product. So I did not, uh, it was, it was a gift. It was a gift. Darren Richardson on YouTube. How much do you eat a day? Oh, there you go. Well, so I, I, I kind of answered that with uh, the last question, but uh, car, I don't pay attention to protein and carbs. I just pay attention to calories. That's pretty much all I do. And Chris Lancaster, Jimmy, do you have a go-to meal to reward yourself after a big bench workout? Sorry if you already answered this question. Chinese food, Chinese, whether it's a buffet or takeout, Chinese. I, I oh, I could eat Chinese every fucking day and never get bored. Uh, hybrid six after your bench. How many accessories would you do, or would that be on a different day? No, I I do, I do uh, accessories after every bench session or during every bench session. So between so like a dumbbell press do some like try, I'd say between five and six different accessories between like dumbbell work and then like chest work, tricep work, some shoulder rear delts. So between five and six favorite beer. I don't drink. <laughs> also might shock people. I don't drink. What's your, Oh, I just had a Charlie horse fucking hamstring. Fuck dickhead deadlifts. Fuck me. Ooh. Pooh. So. Ha. Oh, boy. Gotta be careful. Ooh, I did it again. Oh, kill me. Jesus Christ, dude. Oh, I do it to myself. Okay, sorry. Yeah, it's had a major fucking Charlie horse. In my hamstring. Okay. What's your thoughts on conjugate method and the use of lower upper body speed work and max effort days? I hate speed work. I don't like accommodating resistance. I do, however, agree 
with the rotation of back center movements. I go heavy all the time, but I do rotate my movements so as not to fall under the law of accommodation. I do agree with that. But speed days, dynamic work, speed work, chains, bands. I think chains and bands are okay once in a while for like deadlift, but not for squat and bench, especially not bench. Uh, I'll use chains on like deadlift, but I, but no, that, that's, uh, I, I'm not a big conjugate guy. If you've seen any of the recent Elite FTS posts involving me and how I do not like speed work at all. Number one favorite tricep accessory, reverse grip bench. Yep, reverse grip bench has changed my career for forever. That's not even a question, reverse grip bench. Okay, over here, Jared, bow back on YouTube. What were your jumps for the 1350 bench? Okay. Let's see if I can remember. Uh, the empty bar, like two or three times. One red plate, reverse grip. Two red plates in a single ply insert. Fuck. Three red plates and a insert. Five red plates or close to 600 for a double and a Widowmaker. Then I put my shirt on for like 720 for a triple. Little quarter reps. Then I went out to the platform. And my shirt, it took 1,003 to a two board. 11.55 to a one board, last warm-up. Then I opened it 12.50, it wouldn't touch. I had to take it out twice because the handoff was uh, messed up because of the, the cross beam on the Dynabody bench. Then I went 13.28, which I thought was 13.25. It was 13.28 on a second. It was like that close to touching. Pissed me off. I pressed it anyway. Then I went to 13.50 and smoked it on third. That's how it worked. And then, hey, Jimmy, can you please go through a typical pre-bench intra-training and post-training nutrition? Pre-bench, yesterday, Saturday mornings. Uh, let's see. I wake up. First thing I do is get some calories in me, uh, weight gain shake. Hour and a half to an hour before I get, you know, go to the gym. So I'm starting the morning off immediately with weight gain. On the way to the gym, I'm usually drinking an energy drink like a Pipeline Punch Monster or a Rain. Uh, I usually stop at a candy bar like a Baby Ruth or a Payday or something. On the way to the gym, and when I get to the gym, grab a couple of like body armors out of the fridge, a couple packs of gummies, and that's what I eat and drink during the workout. And then when we leave, either if I can make it home, we I make it home, we cook, or if, if it's a big, big, Big Saturday bench. We're really proud of something or something really big. Sometimes we'll treat ourselves to like a Texas roadhouse or a Chinese or something like that. But that's basically how I do it. Hello from Finland. Oh, oh, Calais, you little James is from Finland. Yeah, I'm happy to have you on here. Uh, what is an insert? Is it the same as a Widowmaker? It's similar, but it's not constructed the same. It's a, it's a, it's it's shaped it's shaped more like. It's like the top end of it's like the top part of a shirt, but with no belly on it. It's like it's a very small, and some people will actually like sew them into their band shirts to make it like if you want to, you want to get like a double ply uh, F eight and make it a triple ply. You can get the double ply, they get an insert, and then insert it in there and like sew it in. It's a triple ply. 
Let's see. Can you elaborate on why you love reverse grip bench so much? Sorry if you haven't talked previously about it in the past. This is why I'm here, bud. I'm here to answer questions. Yes, reverse grip bench. One. So I'm also doing the reverse grip bench where I hold the bar between these two fingers. That's how I reverse grip bench. I don't do the full traditional like Anthony Clark. I hold the bar this way, like that. Natural joint alignment. <clears throat> it, it keeps the shoulders in a externally rotated position, not internal. It keeps you locked into this position right here. It places most or the majority of the stress on the triceps and the upper back. Takes stress away from the chest and the shoulders. Uh, that's base, that's the, the basis of it. Uh, heavy involvement on the triceps and less stress on the shoulders and pecs. And it's safer overall. A natural joint alignment. And how many calories you eat a day? Uh, low end, four to four and a half. High end, around 6,000. What's your nutritional plan look like? A lot of weight gainer and a lot of food. Every two hours, I'm taking something in. Whether it's a food or a snack or a weight gain shake, every two hours, I'm taking something in. And then Coach Bob, let's see. Coach Bob says, I, I have an old friend from Ohio called Old Bob. So I like this Coach Bob. I don't drink either. Cool. Me either. Speed you're mostly born with. True. Working it to feel like Tasmanian devil spazzing out is fun, though, and have some carryover to the shot put. Oh, I mean, I, I did shot put as well. I wasn't uh, really too smart with lifting weights when I was in high school, so I didn't you know. I, would, I wouldn't have realized the, the benefit of the transition. I just threw shot put and discus and was semi-successful. And then also on YouTube... Uh, let's gotta stop this real quick. Here we go. <clears throat> hey Jimmy, what do you recommend for lower body work to support bench pressing performance? Thanks, Matt. I say anything. Close stance squats because you're gonna have a lot of quad engagement when you're trying to push yourself up the pad to engage your lower body to build your arch to maintain your arch is all about the lower body. So a lot of quad dominant stuff, close grip or <laughs> close grip, close stance squats, uh, quad dominant stuff, pretty much anything to be honest with you. So. Um, as long as you're doing something, uh, don't neglect it, but you got to do something quad dominant. Probably. Let's see. Do you do any raw pressing accessories? And if so, what, eh, once in a while, I'll do like two or three board raw reverse grip. That's it. <laughs> uh, so my warm ups are raw. Sometimes my dumbbell work is raw, but you know, it's, it's not very often. What do you think of San Efrating's vertical diet? I've heard of it. I know of it. I don't know exactly what it entails. So I can't comment on it because I never tried it. I don't know that. I think it's a lot of meat, which I think would be I worrisome with like uh, cholesterol. That's just my me being an adult kind of thinking like it's a shitload of meat every single day. It's a lot of cholesterol. So that'd be worrisome, but I, I don't know. I don't really think about it. Oh boy. Let's see. What does it feel like when you have sensory overload on a heavy lift? If I really fuck my CNS up, I'll actually have an involuntary shake once in a while. They call it fish out of water. It scares the fuck out of newbies that have come to the gym and never seen it before. Um, sometimes I'll hear a ringing in my ears. Sometimes my vision will go blurry. Like my peripherals will kind of go blurry once in a while, but, uh, or if I'm doing like reps, like a really heavy double or a really heavy triple, or that last rep when I'm coming down, everything will start to kind of get fuzzy. I'll see like colors and shades. I won't actually see like definitive uh, shapes and stuff. So 
That's how my CNS reacts to being overloaded. <laughs> Not a question, but it's my first ever year doing powerlifting, and I'm going to States late March, and I'm pumped. Well, I'm pumped for you. You should be pumped. Enjoy it. It's fun, and uh, just do your best, man. D-Train Fitness 23, feedback or flat out? No, feedback or flat and out for bench. I'm a fan of having a wide, stable, strong base. I don't like the tucked under up underneath the bench format. That's just a personal thing for me. I want to have a nice, wide, sturdy base to push from. And what's it feel like with your bones moving and holding 1,300 plus pounds? I don't notice it. It's, I don't notice it on the bones is what I'm trying to say. But I will tell you that 13, 14, 14, 63 is the most I've ever held and moved in the gym. Everything fucking hurts. There's not, there's not a single nice thing about lifting these kind of loads. It hurts everything every single time I do it. It never gets any better. I get used to the loads, but the pain never goes away. It sucks. It fucking hurts. Junior Enriquez, what's up, Jimmy? What's up with you? How you doing? Uh, so I got some YouTube real quick. Coach Bob, used to lift with Hunter a while back. He showed me your bench videos, and I was blown away. Well, thank you. Thanks for thanks for uh, being so supportive, Coach Bob. I appreciate that. Thanks for hopping on here. Regarding the reverse grip bench, the grip you do, could you quickly look at the Elite FTS Swiss angle grip press bar? That angle looks like what you made with your hand. Yeah, I mean, well, here's the thing. Everybody's obsessed with the football bars because, you know, you bench like this. This is good for triceps, right? Or, you know, this or that, but, you know, same thing. But I can achieve this exact same arm position, right, with a straight bar by doing my grip. The hand position changes, boom, boom, but it's still the same movement, boom, boom. Parallel grip barbell the hand changes but the the position of the arm does not change it's the exact same as doing football bar as is my grip same thing um i don't like the football bars they they move they move too much will we see a full power meet from you in the future yes i'm training for it right now actually i'm doing all the prep work for it i'm getting i'm getting a, i'm getting my suit uh, jeff frank is sending me a, a boss suit so thank you, Jeff Frank. Shout out to you. Uh, I'm, I've been squatting in briefs. I've been deadlifting, uh, doing all the work. So you will see a few, uh, total for me in the future. I'm training for it as we speak. Uh, Bicep Grind says, do you have a preferred bench variation order to go through running up to a meet, or is it totally random, instinctual, based on needs, PRs, and need beating? Yes, that's what it is. I just, I don't even have a plan when I get to the gym. I get to the gym and go, uh, what do I feel like doing today? What, what do I suck at? What, oh, I tripled a thousand five on the floor press four months ago. Can I do that again? Can I add one more rep? Can I add five more pounds? Yeah. I just kind of randomly just whatever the fuck I feel like, honestly, I do things that are difficult, do things that are fucking hard and difficult for you to do. How to weight gain, sir, like you. Eat a lot of food and drink, drink a lot of weight gain shakes. I don't know. <laughs> Eat a lot and lift a lot. Have you always been naturally strong? Uh, 
when the first time I started lifting weights when I was 14, I could bench 120 pounds. So maybe, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to answer because it's, it's, I, I, no, I, I don't know. I, maybe, maybe slightly above average, but I'm not, I'm not going to say it was like, it's this like abnormal, like genetic fucking freak at, you know, as, as a, as a kid or a teenager or anything, but yeah, I think I had a little bit of genetic advantage. Just some, oh, here we go. Just some info on the vertical diet. Vertical diet is all about di digestibility, gut health, and having lots of nutrients. There's lots of red meat, yes, but doing it right, your blood cholesterol won't go up. Oh, okay. Well, there you go. That's I, did, I didn't know that, so I appreciate the clarification. I thought it was just, I didn't know it was about digestibility, gut health, and all that stuff. I thought it was just like eating good food. I don't have, you know, the way my, the way my mind works is like, okay, eat a lot of red meat, have proper nutrients just for, I, I didn't realize it was about digestibility. That's cool. I did not know that. <coughs> oh, got to drink again. Fuck. Oh. The shit is fucking up my day. Oh, fuck it. All right. Anyway, back to business. But yeah, uh, yeah, in the near future, uh, no, okay, scratch that. In the future, yes, I'm doing a full power meet, currently working on it. If you want to watch all of my behind the scenes training, I have YouTube members and I have a Patreon. They're both 10 bucks a month. Uh, I'm really trying to grow the Patreon. I, try, I tend to push people towards that, but you can watch my Patreon. It's 10 bucks a month. You get to watch my five to six days a week training start to finish every set of every rep of every movement I do is on Patreon with commentary over top of it five to six days a week. So if you, if you want to watch the full power training, if you want to watch the back work and the, the two bench days and the whatever, it's all on Patreon for $10 a month. I like talking about it. You know, I come on here every Sunday at eight. But if you want to watch it for yourself and see all the behind the scenes stuff, that's why that's how I advertise all the behind the scenes training. There, there you go. That's what it is. It's Kolb Strong on Patreon. Let's see. Anything on YouTube? Nope. Okay. What made you decide to get the Mohawk? It looks sick. Uh, what made me decide? Well, it was kind of a bittersweet thing. So I was in the military. I was in the Marine Corps for four years. And uh, being told what to do, how to do it, when to be here, when to, how to look, how to do, you know, just treat it like a fucking kid, basically. Anybody that's been in the Marine Corps or military would probably know. But uh, I got out, and the very first thing I did was fucking just get a crazy mohawk or growing my facial hair out and look like a complete jackass. But I guess it was just a bittersweet moment of like, fuck yeah, I'm done with this shit. I, can, I never have to do this shit ever again. It's just, you know, it's getting pretty long, too. Um, I mean, yeah, it's getting up there. <laughs> I'll spike it one of these times, but so that's kind of what it was. I, I had a Mohawk back when I was like, I think 19, 20 years old for a little while. Uh, got rid of it. It became too much to handle. But now that we're adults, a little bit older and wiser, we can take care of it and like do all the maintenance and stuff. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Sorry, guys. We'd be doing full power multi or single ply? Multiply. We'll be doing all multiply all the way to the traditional way. 
not with a band shirt. I will be doing uh poly shirt, poly band shirt. But yes, multiply. Weston Woods, is Patreon is an app, correct? Would love to watch and learn more. Uh, took a lot from your board extensions bench when it went up. And 15 to 320, feeling good. Yeah. Patreon is its own entity. It's not like uh, it's it's its own platform. Yeah. Just go to Patreon, look up Cold Strong, and I'm on there. It's 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 uh, it's 10 bucks a month. Let's see. I'm trying to convince him to, to act, auction it off. Ah, no, I'm going to keep it. <laughs> Spike it for the full power meet. It, dude, it will be. No, look at this shit. Like, it's going it, to, it'll be in the goddamn way. It's staying down. I'm not going to, I'm not spiking that shit. <laughs> no, sir. Evil twin? Not well. I ha I still have one evil twin left. I got my I got my triple ply. I'll probably if I can't make that one work, I'm a lot bigger than I was when I got it. So I'd probably get like a double ply F6 for my poly shirt. That would, that would be my poly shirt multiply shirt of choice. Fourteen hundred this year. Yes, I'm training for it as we speak. I've got 20 weeks as of yesterday to train for my meet, July 29th, down at Elizabethton, Tennessee. Uh, IPA meet being hosted, co-hosted by a friend of mine named Matt Brooks. Um, yeah, that's I'm gonna. That's the goal for that meet is 1400. I'm really excited for it too. Let's see. Love F6. I love the F6 too. I have a single ply one, but I I don't. You know, I I just the katana is the superior single ply shirt. I think the F6 has potential as a multiply shirt because it's going to be easier to work with. It's going to have more stretch, more carry through uh, than, than a Katana. And I've never had a multiply F6, so I kind of want to play around with one. Uh, let's see. Matt on YouTube, when handling heavy weights, how fast or slow, explosive controlled, are you trying to move the bar on the way down and when pressing up? On the way down, you want to have a little bit of haste. If you and the equipment are trying to resist against the weight, it's never going to touch. You have to back off, let the shirt take the weight and actually deform over your body. And then you and the equipment come back up. So I come down with some haste on the way down. On the way back up, it's all, all eight fucking cylinders. Get it back up as fast as you can. Yeah, that, that's the way to do it. Bicep grind. What are your main cues, pointers that, in your opinion, you must do under max lifts, like a mental checklist you would run through? I appreciate all your answers, Jimmy. You're a massive credit to us. Okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, basically, what I do is I sit on the bench before I lay down, and I run the lift through my head one more time, like visualizing myself laying down, getting my grip set, arching, pitching my shoulder blades, taking the weight out, pressing it racking it, sitting up. I run that through my head one time before I lay down and then I'm good. But cues and pointers, I mean, just make sure your shoulder blades are pinched, making sure you're arched, making sure you're wedged into the equipment. Don't want to be flat. You want to be wedged into it. Uh, belly up. I mean, leg drive, leg drive, leg drive, turn the legs on, turn the legs on, uh, spread out, extend the bar out, triceps. I mean, there's a lot of things that could go on forever, but uh agreed it would be in the way but it would be pretty badass uh yeah i don't i don't know I, I i like it down i like the way it looks when it's down so let's leave it that way 
I also have the super low cut katana. I'm not a big fan of the LCC, the L low cut uh, low cut collar katana. They stretch out very quick, but <clears throat> some people like them. Then Junior Rica says completely agree with the katana statement. Best single ply shirt I've, I've ever used. Same to this day. I have my 1120 single ply was with a Titan Super Katana. Matt, I tried getting back in my SCP to break that in after this past meet in February. All right, cool. That lasted one week before I decided to go back to the bands. Do you find it hard to go back to poly? Fuck yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Because you're firing so much different in a band shirt compared to a poly. So for me, transitioning back into a, a poly is going to be very fucking hard. Yes. So you're not alone. Even me. Like it's, it, I, I tried it once like two or three months ago and it sucked. So I'm firing very different in a band than I am in a poly. So you are not alone. Oh, would you say poly transfers to your raw more than banded? Ah, uh, no, I don't, I don't think so. I think some raw and some aspects can go to your, to your poly and band, but it doesn't go the opposite way. Like band shirt benching is not going to help raw. Poly shirt benching is not going to help raw. It doesn't go both ways. Uh, Brian Shaw and other big guys of the <clears throat> sport benefited a lot from following a form of vertical diet, both on performance and health in general. I humbly suggest you look into some more big guy. Is it expensive? It sounds expensive. <laughs> I'm not made of money at all. I am, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm a, I'm a vet. I'm a, I'm a broken vet. I'm not sure if I can afford it. Uh, Matt says, granted, I know you haven't gone back to poly since first running the bands. I have one time gotten to a poly for an experiment and it sucked. It, it's going to be quite the transition. So trust me, I, I've tried it. Thoughts on Julius Maddox. He's the greatest raw bencher of all fucking time. What, what, what else do you need to say? He's fucking amazing. I feel like the band shirts are the future of the way, the direction the sport is going in any way. Yeah, but we still have the division, see? We still have single ply and multiply. Um, and until every single federation out there says, you know, band shirts are allowed, you know, and every, every, in, in, in full power and whatever. The thing is, like, I want to go, I want to do full power, but I want to do it in poly shirts because if I want to join the ranks of the best full power guys out there, the Hoff and AJ Roberts and Donnie Thompson and who, you know, whoever else. And I need to do it the way they did it. So I'm not going to do full power in a band shirt. I'm going to do full power in a poly because that's the way they did it. So yeah, that's, that's just my take on that. Would you get Katana type seams on a multiply F6? Definitely. hundred percent. Yes, absolutely. Would you touch on peds? What I, Touch on pads that increase strength, for example, super droll. Absolutely not. That shit will kill you. I I I won't. I don't, but that's it's all you know uh opinion based. If you want to do it, that's up to you. I'm not all about that. I also find I can be in the bands more frequently than Polly. Yeah, no shit. Yeah, you're absolutely right. As long as I'm rotating between different plies every week. Yes, I have found the exact same thing. I can go through an entire workout. And not be screwed. I can work up to one really heavy set in poly, and I'm fucked for like 15 minutes. So it's a big fucking change, big difference. 
Matt also says, I fully respect the full power thing. And I'm not saying I don't think poly is awesome because it, it is awesome. I, it took me years to master it. When I see a, a good poly bench, I have a shitload of respect for it because I know how damn hard it is to master and make perfect. Uh, it is truly an art form. Poly benching is very fucking difficult and hard to do and hard to master. So I absolutely have all the respect for it. Um, if I achieve a specific goal, which I'll keep under wraps, I'll keep that for Patreon. When I achieve a specific goal for full power in the traditional manner, um, then I might eventually do an unlimited uh, full power total. So I made a difference there, an unlimited total. So there, because there is a huge fucking difference, i.e., big difference between band and poly shirts, i.e., big difference between a normal multiply full power total and a unlimited total. There's two. They're very very different. So, um, but I have to achieve said goal in full power first, the traditional way. Again, patrons will know all about it. I'm going to save that for them. But it's just it's it's a work in progress. We'll see. <clears throat> what is the full power meet going to be? Uh, probably beginning of next year, sometime. I think that's when I want to make my debut. My debut of returning to full power. Uh, beginning of next year, but that's but I have a lot of work to do. So I, I don't want to be too over optimistic and say, oh, it's going to be February of next year. No, there's like, I have no timeline. It could be next year beginning. It could be halfway through next year or end of next year. I have a lot of catching up to do because I have not been working on this lower body shit for years. So I have a lot of work and ground to make up. So um, I don't have a timeline. I'll, when you, I'll make it known when it is time for it. But for right now, I, I don't have a timeline. Do you train fitness 23? Do you think as someone new to gear lifting, you should start in poly versus jumping straight to banded, like earn your stripes, so to speak? I, I mostly agree with that statement. However, I am not one to tell people what to do or how to do it. Uh, my first bench shirt I ever used was a two ply Karen Klein denim. So I know I didn't jump into poly first and graduate to denim. I started in denim right away. That's how I learned how to bench. I think that there's a big benefit to learning how to bench in poly first, but you don't have to, you know, if you want to jump straight into a band shirt, Hey, free, free of choice. You, you do what you want. Um, but I think really good poly benchers make really good band shirt benchers too. So there's, there is that. So I would, you know, it's just, it's up to you though. I, I can't facilitate what somebody does. It's just a matter of opinion and a matter of what you want to do and what you want to get out of it recommendations for someone starting to get back into bench pressing recommendations. I work slow, work volume. Don't try to go heavy, try to build muscle, try to like a bodybuilder for the first six to eight months. Don't try to find out how much you can do right away. You need to build your base back up. You lots of reps, sets of 10, sets of 15, try to like a bodybuilder, build muscle. Don't, don't try to max out right away. You got to build yourself back up. So, Anyway, guys, we're at an hour 15 minutes. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up because I don't want to waste everybody's time on this fine Sunday night. It is uh, almost 20 after 9 o'clock. I come on here every Sunday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that is, on YouTube and Instagram. Thank you for everybody over in YouTube. <coughs> Sorry for being sick. 
Thank you for the super chats today. Uh, really mean a lot to me. Uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for the support on here. Again, I have Patreon, uh, 10 bucks a month. You can jump on there and watch all the behind the scenes training that I do for these big benches. Every workout, every set, every rep that I do in the gym, five to six days a week is on Patreon. It's also on YouTube members. Um, but Patreon is slowly growing. We're trying to get to 100 members by the end of this year. I'm at 84 right now. I would love to see 100 members in there. Uh, slowly growing over time. We're working on it for three years. Uh, it's, it's a little project of mine that I'm really proud of. So thank you all for the support. Thank you all for the uh, Super Chats again, hopping on here. Uh, love answering the questions. Uh, I'll be back on here next week, next Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right. We will bench and bullshit a little bit more. This is episode 33, I believe. Uh, next week will be obviously be 34. So enjoy the rest of your evening, rest of your Sunday. Have a great fucking week, and then we will see you uh, next week.